best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Tins, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We skipped all the holidays. It's almost baseball season, right? Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, good to be back. It's all we're getting closer to Angel Baseball. Yes. Yes, we are. We're going to talk a little 2023 Angels baseball today. I don't think we're giving predictions quite yet, um, but I'll say this. The rest of the division has made a lot of moves. I think you know which direction I'm going in here with because I didn't tell you what we're talking about beforehand like I like to do all the time. Um, the rest of the division has made quite a bit of moves. Good, good, uh, good acquisitions, interesting acquisitions. So my question, and before you answer it, I'm going to go through the whole thing. My question for you, 
is where are you ranking the Angels right now in the AL West? And, and before we get there, hang tight with us. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast here at Talking Halos. Go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Guys, as always, I got to say it, we're looking for writers, consistently looking for writers. I, I, come write for us. Get your name out there. If you're looking to be an aspiring journalism major, I don't know, just come right for us. Really a lot of fun. Can't give you guys a lot, but uh promise you'll get you'll get your name out there. Have a lot of fun with it. Write a little Angels baseball, looking for some minor league reporters as well, maybe cover some games with us. Have a lot of fun with that. So, shoot us a message on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook if you do want to write for us. More than happy to get you guys aboard. Um with that being said, subscribe wherever you guys are listening and watching YouTube pound that subscribe button, hit the like if you can as well. And let us also know where you rank the angels in the AL West right now. I'm very interested to know where you guys think. So hop onto YouTube, um, leave us a comment on where you think the angels rank right now in the AL West. So Nate, I will ask you this now. And I came into this saying, I hope, I hope you're not going to piss off too many people, but Nate, Nate green, where are you ranking the angels right now with all the moves that the, that the almost the defending, the defending world series champions almost forgot about that. It's been so long ago. I'm just missing baseball. The now best. Can I say it? The, the, I'll, I'll say the highest upside rotation in baseball in Texas Rangers. Nice one, two punch there. And then team coming off 90 wins, 90 plus wins first postseason appearance in 20 plus years didn't do anything in the postseason we'll let mariners fans salt sit in salt in that um but very good team there as well so made made some good off-season acquisitions and then you have the oakland a's who we will always say it you never know what the oakland a's are going to do they're not going to be great but you just never know so nate where are they ranking i i have this up a lot for you yeah you did and you love trying to get me in trouble, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, wow, this is tough. Just say it. Fourth, they're the fourth best team in the US. Okay, now now I want to hear your rankings. Give me your give me your rankings. Who's number one right now? You got to go. Houston's, right? Houston's number one. Yes. Even yeah. after losing Verlander, even they after. have to be. Yeah, like the the depth they have in their rotation is unbelievable. It's it's very very good. It's it's fantastic. The way they've and developed. The offense is stupid. Um, they're bringing up, they're bringing back Brantley, who was injured for a little bit. They're going to bring in Jose Abreu, who I think he got a little too much money, but you know he's going to drive in runs in the middle of that lineup too. Like that lineup is just going to be a scary one through eight, and then they're going to hit ninth with Martin Maldonado, and it's going to be like, well, you know, he might hurt you every now and then, but like that that lineup is going to be very complete. It's going to be a tough lineup one through nine. Even Maldonado gives very professional IBs. He's not going to go up there and be like Andrew Velasquez was last year. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, come on, come on, be yeah. better than that. I had to. Go on. Um, number two, Texas Rangers. I really like what they've done this this off season. Jacob Degrom, Nathan Avaldi. Uh, I really Heaney. sure. Yeah, Andrew Heaney. Sure, um, <laughs> if that's what you want to go with. Yeah, Andrew Heaney. Um, it really just builds off the offseason they had last year going with Seager and, and Simeon. They got low coming off a breakout season. Uh, Garcia has been getting um, better each and every year. They got some young kids um, that are going to be interesting as well. And 
I just like the overall depth with that rotation as well. Like I, I think the key to this is, is like real starting pitching depth. That's kind of where I'm at in ranking these, these teams like the Rangers and Astros have eight legitimate starting pitchers that have had big league experience that could go out there and give six, seven innings and are going to be competent and you know what you're getting out of them for the most part. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say you know exactly what you're getting out of Jake Odorizzi, but like you know he's gonna go out there and compete and give you a three seven a three yeah, seven ERA good season, get you ten wins, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, he'll he'll give you a decent outing. Yeah. Um Dane Dunning, who who was outstanding for them last year, you know, like you go up and down and then you're about eight guys deep in their rotation, and then you start to get to their minor leagues. And there's a lot of fun guys in there. Kumar Rocker's very close. I think, yeah, you know, people, some people will say he's not as close as I do, but I think he's pretty close. Cole Wynn is right there um, as well. Jack Leiter. You have uh, Leiter, who's further than Rocker, in my opinion, but, you know, that's just me. Um, but yeah, you're, you're looking at like 12 pitchers deep with that offense in Texas. Like, they're going to be able to pitch and, and they're going to be able to score some runs. Seager's a, a very good shortstop. Simeon was able to hit as the season went along. And, and the offense looks like it's going to be pretty good. So they're the number two team for me. Number three is the oh, – no, Seattle Mariners. Just, I, I had to do that for you. Um, wow. Seattle, wait, before, before we get to Seattle, first thing, we'll no. bring up a couple points here because I like to do this. Um, one, you bring up depth. The Angels have added depth. Why are they not? Why why aren't you putting? I mean, they have two of the best players, two, three of the best players in baseball when healthy. Two two of the best players for sure because we haven't seen Rendon be Rendon in a while. That's fair. Um, depth. They've added depth. Perry and squad have sure. added depth this off season, so I think that that needs to be accounted for as well. We are an Angels podcast here, so I'm going to fight for the Angels and think that they of need course, to be of course, a good spot for you. The pitching depth isn't that bad. I think the bullpen can use a little bit of work for sure. You know, but I agree. I agree. And the two big I, things. I like the starting pitching depth. Like, don't get me wrong, but you just have so many question marks with the starting pitching. So you go through it and it's like, yeah, Silseth has major league experience, but he wasn't really successful. Like he had a couple stars where it was like, oh, he's great. But he, it wasn't like, oh man, this dude's a for sure. Like he's going to go out there five innings, one runner, two runs. And you just know Jose Suarez, you know how I feel about Jose Suarez. He's a roller coaster. You just ride him and you know, you ride his highs, you ride his lows and hopefully he has more highs than lows. Um, and then you get into the, they haven't pitched yet. You know, you get into the Sam Bachman, the Kai Bush, the, um, the Mason Erla, type of guys where it's like they they haven't pitched in the bigs like yes that's very good quality depth but like the difference between the depth that the texas rangers are running out there and the angels are running out there kumar hasn't pitched pitched in the majors i named him i named them 10th i didn't name them sixth and seventh and eighth well no those guys aren't sixth seventh and eighth i give you that they're not still set the sixth right now yeah, Silseth's probably your five guy, and he's got a little bit of five or six. Jose Suarez is is sixth, five fifth or, or six. Yeah. So those two guys are fifth and sixth. That's not what the Rangers are running out there. That's not what the Astros are running out there. The Astros are running out there four guys who just pitched in the postseason that were all ridiculous in the postseason. Yes, they lost Justin Verlander. You're looking at guys who were getting uh, Cy Young votes on that roster. Um, you're looking at guys that have just Lance McCullers has been one of the best postseason pitchers in the last five years, you could say. 
he he's just ridiculous what he's been able to do. And so I don't know. I just really like that they have a lot of experience depth. So I'm not expand on I, it. Come on. I'm not saying that the Angels can't be good. I'm just saying with what they have right now, there, there's a lack of experience in the starting rotation. And we haven't seen the, the Angels have developed one starting pitcher really. Um and I'll give them two. Sandoval and Detmers. I wouldn't say Suarez is 100% developed. Shohei Otani, uh, give me that. Come on, he's they've added new pitches there. He looks good. I know that that stuff sure, is going to play anywhere, but... I mean, like, I, I'm saying developed from the minor leagues. Shohei Otani, right when he came over from Japan, was a good pitcher. Like, I know he struggled in spring training, but, like, yes, he was a prospect, but he wasn't a prospect. Everyone knew he was pitching in the big leagues, like, from day one. Um, Jose Suarez was developed. His stuff plus went up last year. We all know that. Don't even get. I'm going to fight I mean, for Jose Suarez with you, you now. You That's can. Good. You used to fight for Andrew Heaney, and look where that got you. Um, still pitching. He is somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I just really think that we we need to see this new regime develop starting pitchers. Right now, you have said. Chase Silseth could be an elite reliever. We he could be a okay starter. He could be a pretty good starter. We don't know. Sam Bachman could be an elite reliever, like Josh Hader type of good reliever. He also could be a good starter. We don't know because we haven't seen this regime really develop. Honestly, like the Detmers thing, you give half the credit to Perry, I guess, but but that's not his draft pick. That's Perry. not really. Yeah. So, so you see what I'm saying? Like, we want to see the Angels develop, and that's been the biggest thing with with what we, you know, we've seen Texas develop some guys. Dane Dunning was a guy that they got kind of similar to, like, the Patrick Sandoval, where it was, like, wasn't quite developed, but they kind of took him and made him into a quality piece. They don't need to really develop anything with DeGrom, John Gray. Martin Perez was a, a, a homegrown guy for them who has turned out to be pretty good for them. Um, so that's, that's my biggest thing with the angels with why they're fourth. And then you look at the Mariners at third at, at three for me, they, they've just developed out of their mind with pitching. They've got ridiculous stuff on that pitching staff. Uh, you could argue Robbie Ray is their four starter and I'm not even a big Robbie Ray guy. I know you're not either, but Luis Castillo, um, you got the young kids who have been really good. You got Emerson Han- Hancock, who's pretty close as well. Um, I think Chris Flexen is their six and he pitched most of the year in the rotation last year. He's going to be like a swing guy, kind of a Jaime Berea role where if they need a starter, he can start. So um, I think Seattle takes a little bit of um, a step backwards. I don't think that they're a for sure playoff team. I think they're borderline. They're going to be in that same spot where they're fighting to the last, you know, couple games. But I do think Houston and Texas are going to be playoff teams. And I think uh, Seattle, Seattle's going to be one of those teams where it's like they're going to finish with about 86 wins to 88 wins, and that's either going to get them in or they're just going to miss out. And with how Baltimore plays this year, with how Tampa plays, with how New York, like there's a bunch of really good teams in the American League. Um, It's going to be tough for three teams in the West to get in. and And the other thing that I want to mention with Seattle, their travel is going to get even worse this year. They already have the worst travel in Major League Baseball, and now they're going to have to travel even more, having to play every single team in the MLB this year. Not every team on the road, but they will have to play every team. So when they do travel to Tampa Bay and play Tampa Bay, possibly Miami, and 
you know, all, all these teams, that, that's a long road trip to, to have to get up, you know, play a Wednesday game, probably take Thursday off and then have to get up and go on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it, It's just going to be tough for them to be as good as they've been because um, they won't be making as many trips to Oakland and Anaheim and, and, and those kind of trips. So I think they take a step back. The Angels fourth for me, just because, like I said, the starting pitching depth, you've got, you've got some starting pitching depth, but there's not experience on it. Um, there are some guys that, that we really like. I think um, Silseth could be, could be really good. Um, as of right now, he's the five, six starter. Mason Erla, I know you've talked about this. We talked about this what, last week. You said sleeper to make the opening day roster. Um, you have Sam Bachman, you have Kai Bush. So, so you do have some depth down there, but it's just not a lot of experience depth, and it's going to be guys making their major league debuts, and hopefully you catch lightning in a bottle like Seattle did last year. Seattle was able to to do that with a couple of guys over the last couple of years. So they have had that success. Um, if the Angels can, can have success with that, then, yeah, they probably pass Seattle because um, hopefully the offense is better and hopefully they stay healthy-ish. You know? um, but yeah, the other thing that, that kind of concerns me with the Angels is they've got a lot of guys who are going to play a lot of different positions, and that's going to be really tough for guys that are so like Gio Rochelle is used to playing third base. You know, basically, basically, <clears throat> basically every day, he plays shortstop once or twice, first base DH once or twice, but do plays third base every day. Uh, Brandon Jury is used to moving around. Red Gifo plays second base every day or he played shorts up every day in the minor leagues when he was down there and moved over to second base. So like you're going to have guys that it's going to be like, Hey, you don't know what position you're playing when you get to the ballpark until you look at the lineup. And that is a little bit of concern for me because you look at, at these guys and it's like, what's my routine? Where am I playing? Let's make this thing as easy for him as possible. So those are my concerns with the angels. It's just the pitching. Like, I've said it all along, like, yes, I really wanted a shortstop, but I also want a playoff arm. Like, you you saw what Houston ran out there. They had so much pitching that they couldn't even use one of their best arms. Like, think about that. They, they literally were like, can we even pitch Christian Javier, who was one of their best arms in the postseason last year? And they were like, can we use this guy? Because we have so many arms, we don't know. Yeah. Luis Garcia pitched in the in the playoffs as a reliever, and he threw five shutout innings, and it was like, man, th- this guy makes every other postseason roster except for probably, no, he probably makes every other postseason roster in, in the MLB. And it's like, this guy doesn't even crack the, the top four, yeah. maybe even the top five. So that that's what I think is the biggest difference between the Angels and, and the Rangers and Mariners. You look at the Rangers rotation, if they get to the playoffs – DeGrom, Evaldi, Perez, Gray, Heaney, like, and I'm not even a Heaney guy, but he's the sixth guy, fifth guy, depending on where you put Odorizzi and Dunning. Like, that, that's a very deep rotation as well. So, I, Angels are close. They're just not quite over the hump is my is my concern. I don't disagree with you. I, I think that that is very similar to what I would do. I mean, I've been saying it for years. I'm like, when's, when's Houston going to – start losing an edge, you know, they got to, they're going to be losing, you know, this guy, that guy, mm-hmm. they lost this guy and that guy, and they won a world series. It's stupid. Um, the, the, the Rangers, we've been wondering, they've been draft, they've been drafting, they've been developing, they've, they've had some, you know, good drafts, interesting drafts. And they finally were like, Hey, we're going to go spend money now. 
they've they've done it. They've done a good job, I think, of, of doing it. I, I agree with you there too. There for me, um, Miami or not Miami? Wow, the Mariners. You you don't know what you're getting there. Still, I no. I still think I, I think that that's still a little bit up in the air. I know we said it last year too. They come out and win the West, and they could come out and be an 83 win team. You know, I'm intrigued to know where, where they lie. I think the angels are the same thing. There's so many question marks. They, they come in. I think there are less question marks this year than there were last year. I know like heading into the season last year, and those of you guys who listen to this and watch our podcast last year, it was what there are 26 question marks. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's necessarily 26 question marks. Like there were, I think, I think there are less than that. You know, I think you, I think like we, last year we were saying like, what are you getting out of Otani? I think this year, like you kind of know what you're getting out of Otani. You know, Trout's coming back. He seems to be pretty healthy. I guess that's still a question mark. He's still a question mark. That's fine. I'll give you that. You know, and and yes, the infield's a question mark, but it's not the question mark that it was last year. First base is a question mark. Sure. But you have guys, you you have Rendon's still a question mark. Nine or like, well, yeah. he's the you same question mark guys. as I'm saying, up, I'm saying up the middle though, too. You have yeah. nine or ten guys that can play up the middle. That's your only question mark is who you got playing there. You know, like it's and not at what level can they play at is the biggest question, too. Is like, yes, maybe David Fletcher plays up the middle every day. Maybe he plays shortstop every day. Can he put up a, a 100 WRC plus and be um above yes. average defensively? Your question marks are what are your question marks are what are these guys this year though, at the moment it's not really like it's not it's not how it was last year where it's like, you know who's playing left field you know who's playing right field like you have Ren you have Renfro you have Ward like Mm -hmm. you're pretty like solidified in a lot of spots it's not those question marks that you that you had last year even with the rotation, eh, you you bring up like a playoff rotation yes the Angels haven't been in the playoffs and none of these starters minus Tyler Anderson were in the playoffs. But when you look at these guys matching up, and I know you don't like the matchups, I like the matchups. I, I think they match up well against most teams. You know, I mean, they're not deep, but you look player for player. The Angels have, and you're going to hate me for this. The Angels have one of the best duos in baseball when it comes to starting pitching side of stuff. Um, when it comes um, to Otani and Sandoval, right? I mean, it's 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 a top ten duo in no. in baseball. Name name no. nine better duos in baseball. The Mets for sure. The Yankees for sure. There's two right off the top of my head without I give even you really Houston, I give you Houston has one. Sure. Well, and, well, I wasn't even, and Houston Mar- is barely in there. Give you the Mariners. Eh, Houston, we just you just praised Houston. You can't. Oh, give- they have a bunch of depth. I wouldn't say that they're like top two duos, but they they do have a really good. You would put the not Dodgers. I'll give you not. I'll give you not anymore with Houston. I'll I'll give you that. I think the Angels have a better better duo than Houston. The Dodgers have a top two duo. If top five duo, excuse me, not top two, top five. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, we're, 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 I mean, anybody who made the playoffs, you're going to have a, a top duo there. Well, Philadelphia's Phil- got Philadelphia's a better duo, got a top duo. So, I mean, I, I mean, what are you? Are you giving Miami a top duo as well? Oh yes, of course, Alcantara and Lopez, of course. Mm, it's close. I'd say that's very similar to Otani and Sandoval. Very, very similar to Otani and Sandoval. So, if you're giving Miami that then you got to give the angels that. So, I mean, the angels match up. I think the angels match up well when it comes to like, And what about three and four though? Three and four. Well, if you're going three and four, Reed Detmers took a big step in the second half last Cleveland, year. Cleveland's on the list as well. How can we forget Cleveland? 
And I give you, I, I give it to you. Um, and then Tyler Anderson, who, who's rounding out at number four there. I know you're not big on him, and I'm also not big on him. But I mean, he did just have a career year and had was an all star. So I mean, you can't not, you know, he's going to regress. He's going to be a three five ERA guy. He's going to throw strikes and he's going to give you innings. That's 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 all that matters to me. And and I'm going to fight for Jose Suarez like I've done every year with you. I think Jose it's Suarez is perfectly. That's fine. fine. You continue to fight and you continue to lose. He was. <laughs> he's been. He's been good the past two years. <laughs> Look at the beginning, Astros. One what was the beginning look, of last year. Just look at the Astros and, and tell me. I'm not comparing that Jose, to the Astros. Would Jose Suarez pitch on the Astros if they had a six man rotation? Would Jose Suarez pitch on the Astros? No, well, that's no. different. I mean, we're getting no. into we're getting into a development phase here. <laughs> Jose Suarez is an ace in Houston because they know how to develop. No, no, no. Yes, if, if Jose Suarez is on the Astros right now, is he in the top six? No. Uh, ooh, 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 he's probably number number five or six. Name so off, name off the rotation. Uh, Framber, he's no, not better than Framber. No. McCullers, he's not no. better than McCullers. Uh, Luis Garcia, he's not no. better than Luis Garcia. Christian Javier, no. he's not better than Christian Javier. Jose Arquiti, he's not better than Jose Arquiti. No. Um, number six. What about Hunter Brown? He's not better than Hunter Brown. You know what you're getting out of out of out of Suarez. Do I? Do I? Well, who? Okay, I mean, fine. If you want to take that, then I'm just uh, gonna say Hunter Brown and seven starts last year at a .89 ERA. I don't disagree with you. I, I'm, I'm I'm just saying they're comparing. They're saying he's the next Justin Verlander. And this is where the Angels, the the difference lies for the Angels is is pure development. Are those guys all Houston product? By the way, yes, that's impressive. It is. That's impressive. So. But but that's what I'm saying. So yeah, Angels fourth. Um, can, can they can they pitch? Like that's going to be the biggest thing. And I know everyone's like, oh my gosh, they had a top five rotation last year. When you look at ERA and this and that, and it's like, okay, but but you lost Noah Syndergaard, you lost Michael Lorenzen, who were two guys who were literally going out there um, and, and throwing up basically quality starts every every time out. Obviously, they had some bad starts here and there, but they were very consistent for the Angels. And then you have the Shohei Otani effect, all right? You talk about this with the offense, how you watch Mike Trout and you say, hey, the Angels had a good off, uh, offense last year. But then you look at the offense and it's like, it was all Mike Trout. This is pre-Shohei Otani, by the way, for everyone listening. But you would look at the Angels' offense and you would say, wow, the Angels had a really good offense, maybe one piece away from being like an elite offense. And then you take Mike Trout's numbers out and you go, wow, they were 14th in the AL in offense without Mike Trout. So Shohei Otani does the same thing with the pitching staff. He was so good last year pitching-wise that the pitching numbers looked a lot better. He was able to take out and help with the Chase Silseth outings with the um, Jose Suarez outings because Suarez wasn't that good. No, but he was a, he was a league average pitcher. He was above league average pitcher. I'll give you that. I mean, low league average pitcher. The big the 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 question was the last two guys in the rotation. How are you filling that spot? Because the Angels had four four decently good guys. They had yeah. Otani, who was a Cy Young candidate. I think should have been considered a lot higher than that. Um, Patrick Sandoval, one of the most underrated pitchers in baseball. You had you had the rookie who I picked for Rookie of the Year, by the way. And if he pitched like that all year, we'd probably – he'd be in contention. I don't think he's winning Rookie of the Year, but um, – Yeah, that J-Rock guy was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they, they, there's some other guys there that just were unbelievably stupid rookie-wise. But, yes. Moral of the story, this is where the Angels lack right now is development. And we're seeing the Angels 
take steps. I don't know if it's big steps, but they're taking steps in the right direction. Is that fair to say? Close. They're, they disagree they're making, with me one time. They're, they're making. I don't. They're they're getting close to making steps in the right direction. All we're, right, as always. Thank you guys so much. You're killing me here. You're killing what, me. Here. Like we want to see them develop starting pitching. Like we will get. We will get to. We will get to the like. And I, we're gonna have a whole podcast about the insanity that the Angels have put fans through because I I, I am in full agreement with you. Like like. How yes. long can we continue to say, oh, don't this guy's going don't to be great. Now. This guy's don't, going to be great. Don't start it now. We continue to roll out there, guys that are below <laughs> average. Nate, I said don't start it now. We will have a podcast. We will have a mediator in Derek or and Brock and John to come on and, yeah, we and, and try to mediator. talk some sense into us here. But, um, yeah, we, we, we're definitely going to need a mediator for something like that in the in the – uh, constant insanity that's caused but um but as always guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast listening to us ramble on a little bit about angels baseball we hope you enjoy it if you could pound that subscribe button wherever you're listening hit the like uh let us know rank your al west really would love to see that um shoot us a message on or shoot us dms messages uh at us at twitter instagram and facebook absolutely love talking with all you guys really really do so guys as always thank you so much for listening have a great rest of your day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.